friends, always seek wisdom. Welcome to Weeds and Wheat. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Weeds and Weep. I'm your host, Jeff Clark Tosca. As you can probably hear in the background or a little bit of change in my voice, I'm not inside, I'm outside. And I'm taking you on a walk with me today in this beautiful environment that I see around me, birds overhead, people walking their dogs, green grass, slight breeze, because today I'll be sharing with you a very personal story and I thought it was appropriate to be outside to share this story. This story starts a little over 10 years ago where I went through the process that you may be going through now to truly find yourself, to love yourself, to reconcile the differences in yourself and to understand yourself even better. I found that because I did that work first, I was able to start to love others, reconcile with others, and understand others in a more beautiful way. So here it goes. A little bit about me that you may or may not know is I was born and raised in the south and moved to the west coast right after college, about a year after college. Growing up in the south, a loving family that loved me, supported me, and was sad to see me go. But I spread my wings and I moved to the west coast to truly find who I was and where I belonged can't say that the journey was easy, as any journey is, had its ups and downs, gained friends, lost friends. But along the way, I started to shed the false self that I felt was keeping me from truly realizing who I am. That led me on a journey that was extremely difficult. As you can imagine, our false self, our armor, if you will, is what keeps us safe. Growing up, putting on those layers, we learn how to defend ourselves, how to live in this world with those that may not love and appreciate us the way that we see ourselves. And the armor can get quite thick. So the armor that I had coming out to the West Coast was quite thick. And I began to realize that that armor, the weight of that armor, the weight of that false self was getting heavier and heavier as the years wore on. I began to realize that that false self, that armor was not my true self and that my true self, my inner being, who I felt that I truly was, 
was smothered by that false self, that heavy armor. The true self inside me as a seed or as a seed of wheat, as it were, began to grow. The false self did not. The false self fought a hard battle against the true self inside of me. And I began to work on growing the true self and shedding the false self. There was a point in my life where the battle between the growing seed of wheat inside of me was so strong and the armor on the outside was equally strong that I began to feel as if my physical self could not handle the emotional strain that was within me. As anyone does who is taught and raised a certain way and wants to do the right thing in society and for your life, you begin to make choices that align with what that childhood experiences teach you. Your childhood experiences teach you that a nuclear family of a mother and a father and a child, maybe a house, the yard and a picket fence is what is right. My religious faith also started to change. Growing up, I was raised first Baptist and then Methodist coming out to the West Coast. I lost many of those traditions in search for something that was truer to the way I felt. I never lost the long desire for a relationship with God, never lost my awe for God's creations. But along the way, the traditions of my upbringing, my religious upbringing, began to seem false and drifted away. Looking back, I see that as a positive. It was a way for me to not rely on the crutch of my traditions to enforce that outer self, but use my relationship with God to grow my inner self. And it took taking a pause from organized religion to do that. In hindsight, I believe that's what God wanted me to do, to grow what was inside of me so that I could be here today speaking with you about your seed inside of you that can grow with love, reconciliation, and understanding. About 10 years ago, I faced a point where I needed to make a decision with my life to come out of the closet as being gay and break the mold that I once had through therapy and through intense introspection and prayer. I did what I needed to do to come out of the closet to everyone who I cared to know. That included my mom, my dad, my sister. It also included a wife with whom I had been married 10 years. It was 
a moment that I knew I needed to do quickly. There was no easy way and there is no right way to make that decision or to do that action. And so I did what I thought was best. As you can imagine, that decision and that statement, that announcement was not easy for anyone to hear, especially the person I had pledged to be with for the rest of my life. There was a moment after I made the announcement, after I moved out of our house, where I had an intense conversation with God. It was middle of the night. I couldn't sleep. I walked out. I looked up at the sky and I verbally yelled at God to give me an answer that what I did was right and to also let me know what am I supposed to do. The response was a deafening silence. As anyone who has prayed hard for answers and heard nothing, that nothing was amplified by the deafening silence of the moment. The dark sky, the pit of despair within me, and the moment where I felt the most alone, physically, emotionally, spiritually, God did not answer. I was angry. If God was there, if God was a loving God, why were there no answers? Why did he not respond? A few years later, I settled into a routine in life where I didn't seek God, I didn't open my ears to God, and I thought that I could control my life the way that I felt it should be controlled. I put on a new armor. That armor was one of self-sustainment, one of self-guidance, and decisions made on my own. My rationale was that if God made me, he made me strong enough to live my life independently. It wasn't until I was introduced to a church, a parish, where I met a community where questions and different lifestyles were not only accepted, they were welcomed. And during that time, I started to peel off my second layer. And that second layer was not nearly as difficult as the first one to peel off, but it was another piece of work I needed to do for myself. I started the journey of listening, not putting my thoughts first, and opening my ears. And as someone like me who is accustomed or was accustomed to making my own decisions, that was difficult. A few years went by again, and I had continually used the practice of listening to the silence, listening to anything that would speak to me in a metaphysical manner. And I was in the church, and God spoke to me as clearly as a person sitting next to me. And that message was, you will learn theology and you will teach others. Now, coming from my background, I don't work in the religious field. I 
do have religious knowledge, but at that point was not knowledgeable about theological concepts at all. But I accepted the calling. Again, the work I had done previously was to shed the heaviest armor, shed the second armor, and now listen. And that listening brought me to where God spoke so loudly. It was almost as if he said, I have been trying to get to you for a long time, but your hard head has not allowed me in. Since that time, I've gone through a few years of discernment and I'll be starting my theological education soon. I don't know what the future holds for me, but I know this one point that I'd like to get across in this final episode of season one to you, the listener, is that God is always speaking to you. Listening is the hardest work you will do in your life to be able to hear what he is saying. I hope this message finds you well, and I hope this inspires you to go outside of your armor, of your comfort zone, and listen to God's message for you. In season two, we will be interviewing and speaking about love, reconciliation, and understanding of others by interviewing others who may not think like us. It is going to be difficult. We are going to have difficult conversations, but save these episodes so that you can come back to them and work on yourself so that you can love yourself, be grounded in yourself, understand God's calling for you so that you may approach those who are different than yourselves. I'm Jeff Clark Tosca. This is Weeds and Weed. Thank you for listening.